A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I, hate, I already hate it. I hate it. All right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chase Thomas Podcast, where I'm still the aforementioned Chase Thomas coming to you live from Knoxville, Tennessee, everything, school, HQ, also here, down there, in Florida, JP Acosta is here, JP of SBNation.com, a very good website, you should go bookmark if you have not already done so, and read JP, read Mark Schofield, read all the good folks over there uh, each and every day, JP, good evening, how are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. Glad to be back on for another week. And hopefully we have some some more calmer reactions to the first week of preseason and not the world is ending or the world has just opened up. Well, my safety just so changed fast, numbers. My friend. Well, hold on. That that voice down there, he's going through it. It's the fan of his favorite quarterbacks, number three on the depth chart, midway through the NFL preseason comfortably. Number three, uh, depending on who you listen to here. It's Mr. Fortiners Hub himself, Evan Swords, back after a week away. Got the tie-dye, got the mustache. Evan is just, he's going through it right now. He's added Flash behind him. Um, no, Did it's a Flash? It's like a, yeah, the Flash. I don't think I remember Flash These being are, behind this you. This is Spider-Man, Thor. No, I'm talking about down below. Oh, oh yeah, that's a, yeah, it's a comic. It's been over yeah, there. See, just, okay, I'm not going crazy. I saw Okay. It. Well, anyway, Evan, you're already feisty. Look at you, defensive. You're. This is going to be great talking about the 49ers at this okay. point because you're just. Oh my goodness. Well, not only that. So I I did start a, a new job today. Yeah. And it is on. Like I'm. I am in office again for the first time since March of 2020. Is it an everyday but, office job? Well, I mean, I think eventually once things settle in, I'll probably be able to work like a day or two from home. Mm. But it's definitely a you know in the office job and. It's awesome. The company's dope. Uh, I'm very, you know, fortunate to work for a cool company that I'm the, all that. But I mean, for people that maybe aren't used to this, uh, as someone who's been working remote, being in front of people eight hours a day, it puts a lot more on your mental, I think, than most people realize. Like, 
just talking to people through Slack or messaging them, tweeting, whatever, like, and then going and actually having to like socially interact for eight hours is exhausting. Yeah. So having to do that the day after I watched uh, the 49ers quarterback situation, which has never been covered once in the history of life. Yep. It's tough. Well, we'll get into that momentarily. Also here, Jarrett Bailey off a pod where he's talking Penn State. The the supposed non-college football knower himself, Jarrett Bailey, has dipped his toes in uh, to college football because he he's he wants to be prepared. Like what who is Joe Milton? Who is Josh Heupel? Who is this? Who are these Tennessee guys that uh, Randy Moss and company uh, keep talking about? So, Jarrett, good evening, sir. How are you? Hi. Um, yeah, no, me and uh, Tom Hannafin doing Penn State stuff. That was that was fun. Big Tom Hannafin guy. Go watch it back wrestling. For, for Tom Hannafin. Um, but I am I am well. Oh, and listen to State of State as well, the Penn State podcast that he does for Believe. Uh, no, I'm well. Uh, yeah, I did that a little bit ago, just talking about Drew Aller. That was, uh, that was a big talking point. So, yeah, you know, Penn State's got some expectations. Most they've had in a while. Him and I share a fan. He went to Penn State. I grew up a Penn State fan. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was it's always nice to do stuff with him. But I, I does Slippery well. Rock have a football team? They do. One of the best D2 teams in the nation. Huh. What's your mascot? The team name is literally Slippery Rock the Rock, and our mascot is a lion. His what? name's Rocky. Oh. That's perfect. Yeah. Is it? That's perfect. When they Alabama's, come out, Alabama's a Crimson Tide, and they have an elephant as a mascot. That's true. Owl. That none really of, is. None of that we makes the, sense. We got the Auburn Tiger, the War Eagle, along with well, the Tiger. That's different. Yeah. Tigers are like just common and basic white bread. That's, mm. that's different. Like Auburn can do War Eagle because that's been like a thing since like the 1800s. And yeah. they ha- actually have an eagle. But Alabama doesn't actually have a tidal wave. You can't just call yourself the Crimson Tide and then have an elephant as your mascot. I mean, I will say the elephant is weird, but if all of your fans are wearing crimson, and they're all rushing into the stadium or rushing onto the field. Like that's kind of, you know what I mean? Like, I guess that makes, that makes sense. And listen, I don't like defending Alabama as a state, <laughs> as a people, as a football organization, but I, I get it. <laughs> well, speaking of things, uh, Evan swords gets, we just have to lead off this show with something that he doesn't get because, um, Folks, it's, it might be a little bit early to call it, but um, it's August 14th, late August 14th, and I'm, I'm ready to call it that uh, Trey Lance and the Trey Lance era in San Francisco um, is over before it got started here. Evan, is that where you're at? Sam Darnold, clear number two, just, Brock Purdy, QB one, Trey Lance, conspiracy theories that Kyle Shanahan had him throw more okay, we're not, than other we're not, quarterbacks? We're not, we're not doing that. I want it to be known. I say this with a heavy heart. I am a Trey oh, Lance no. fan. I have been a Trey Lance fan. I love the idea of the upside. I love the idea of a raw product going into Kyle Shanahan's machine. He's really just, I mean, like someone said today that he might need to go to the XFL to get snaps. And I didn't think it was the worst idea. Oh, no. Well, because it's like his point was not he needs to play in the XFL, but his point was where in the NFL right now is he going to get the snaps that 
as of yesterday, he looks like he desperately needs. Where is he going to go? He needs like the, the, the tweet, the tweet that I saw that I think gives really the most understanding to it. Geno Smith had more snaps last year than Trey Lance has had in his entire football career going back to including high school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think in a world you, you look at the intangibles, you look at the size, the strength, and you're like, you know, small school. I'm an eternal optimist. I've always been an eternal optimist. It's why I was a fan of Alex Smith. It's why I was a fan uh, of Colin Kaepernick, right? Like, you know, that's why I always believed in Jimmy Garoppolo. That's who I am. Eternal optimist is my shit. And even I saw Trey Lance last night and was just like, you could just see it. He hesitates. He just is not, he's slow to react. He just doesn't feel comfortable. And how does a guy in the NFL who is not, I mean, literally Sam Darnold looked better last night. It's a limited thing. A lot of variables, right? Like he I threw mean, a Sam, dime. There was one Sam on clearly right had side. more time, mm. but like when you're in that position, you got to just rip it. You just got to throw the ball. And Kyle was giving him plenty of opportunities to throw the ball. The protection wasn't there. I get that. But like, uh, it breaks my heart, especially after being a fan of Colin Kaepernick and feeling like Cap never got a fair shot. I'm not saying they're the same quarterback. They're very different quarterbacks. But, you know, you get Trey comes in, another tall, very athletic, big quarterback. And you're like, all right, this time we're really going to make it happen. He just, I, I mean, JP, did he, he looked bad, didn't he? I think if I were a 49ers fan, I'd be more concerned about the offensive line depth being absolutely mm. decimated at that point because the Raiders were playing their backups and had their entire way with the 49ers offensive line. Trey Lance looked like – I think you nailed it when you said Trey Lance looked like he didn't have a lot of confidence at first. He was yeah. holding on to the ball too long. He was taking a lot of sacks. That's something that just – yeah, he looked like he, had, he didn't have a lot of confidence. But you could see when they started to go to the quick game, got the ball out of his hands. There were a lot of passes they threw over the middle that showed his aggression, and that's where I really think his biggest issue is. He is far too aggressive throwing the ball over the middle. I think that's cool that you can, that you can do that. I'd rather, talk a, I'd rather talk a quarterback down than talk a quarterback up to throwing the ball aggressively over the middle. The problem with that is Trey Lance will throw the ball over the middle regardless of who is there, including players for the other team. That's just gotta that's gotta stop. You cannot turn the ball over in this offense. That's really the one thing that you can't do as a quarterback in the Niners offense. Um, I am not ringing the alarm bells yet, mainly because like it's the first week of the preseason. One and two, again, the offensive line was horrendous. Like that is. A very big issue. Like, if one of the 49ers starting offensive linemen gets hurt, there's a major problem there because the offensive line depth is really bad. But there were some discouraging things. There were some encouraging things. I'd say it was it was just eh. You you just eh. And again, Sam Darnold, don't don't start with me on Sam Darnold. Don't do this with Sam Darnold with me. Don't. Don't do this. I'm not. I'm not doing this. You. You will not do this to me. Give me like another week. Can he just watch. be the backup and just never start? 
Well, I think that's the plan, and, right? The plan well, is for him to be the backup. Well, yeah, but it's the 49ers. So what, what does that even matter? Well, backup because... means like uh, just keep the seat warm because you're going in week eight. Like, no, but like I'm telling you, I want like a Chase Daniels backup. I didn't say a Chase Thomas backup. I was like, I'm not ri- I'm You don't no, want me ripping No, that. I don't want that. No, I, I definitely want uh, a Chase Daniels, not Chase Thomas, sitting there with a nice cup of tea on the sidelines, <laughs> writing in his journal, <laughs> taking, taking in the moment. No, I want Chase Daniels. Never sees the field. That's what, well, I, that's what I need. It's the 49ers. Mm-hmm. We all know the, back, the backup is going to see the field at least once. It's the backup not, is QB1 Jace in you San Francisco. You just got to hope that it is against like the Cardinals or something. I well, talk, what do you think listen, happens here on. then, Evan? Do they trade I, Trey Lance before the year or do they just ride it out and he's just QB3? I don't, I don't want us to keep talking over and over ad nauseum about the thing that we've all talked about. I want to talk about... After we saw last night, if it continues to play like that, who's gonna who gets who like who's going to ha- pay for their th- their actions? Like who is going to be held accountable for drafting Trey Lance so, and trading away three first round? Someone picks? tweeted about this where they have unbelievable job security. Like John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan oh, yeah, are just they, like foolproof. But yeah. they can't. Pretty much- but listen, Kyle is you. You can't. Kyle's untouchable. Yeah. And hey, maybe John Lynch is too. But like, I want an assistant fired, man. Like, I want a scout fired. I like he wants someone names. has to take Heads the heat. Have to roll. Someone, someone has to take the fall for this. Uh, I do I, agree. Like, they, there needs to be a fall guy. Like, somebody's mm. gonna have to. If this entire thing just straight up goes down the toilet and Trey Lance is indeed bad, you're gonna have to answer for that because you gave up three first round picks and. The Dolphins turned one of those first round picks into Tyreek Hill. That's that's not great, you know. That is that's not that's not the great. For, the, the 49ers the could have Micah Parsons right now. They could. They could also have a quarterback, maybe, you know. Justin Fields, they, who they I wanted have, from the beginning. They could have Justin Fields. Literally um, the only thing we were Cousins hoping next year, and you'll be fine. The only that we is, were hoping is that Trey Lance could run, and he can't even do that. At least Justin Fields can run. Jarrett, you have a mouth and a voice. I believe <laughs> you should speak. I want to hear your thoughts. I don't know, man. Like I, like I said last time we talked about this, I'm just I'm very well, over it. And the day that Trey Lance gets traded is going to be better for everybody just because I'm ready for this to be done. Like, the, I, thing is, the thing about like him getting traded is who is going to – trade for Trey Lance after Minnesota. seeing what he what I was going to say, Minnesota like. actually jumps out the most to me because he can sit we, for a year. goes to a similar Kirk. offense we with Kevin this, O'Connell. It's a similar thing. Um, sit behind Kirk Minnesota. Cousins for a year. We say this with Minnesota all the time, but why would Minnesota trade capital right now for Trey Lance? Mm. Well, because, because they're, they're, they're going to get behind. him on dimes on the dollar. Yeah. No, what, saying, right now, do... what are, what's their secession plan for Kirk Cousins right now, though? That's the you, thing. Like, if you can trade I'm... like a fifth round pick for Trey Lance and have like maybe a shot at a guy who can be decent enough to be a starter, I don't know if they're going to be bad enough to be in you know the top five to to take one of these guys in in, in the coming draft. So listen, if you take a flyer saying... on Trey Lance, why not? But well, how I'm about this? Let's is... get creative. Hold on, wait. Like, let's get creative. It doesn't have to be Trey Lance for a high pick. It could be Trey Lance. And one of our seven running backs for a, a high pick. I tell me the Vikings don't need running backs. I'm just wondering, like, 
with the way that Trey Lance has looked, it is going it's gonna be difficult for a team to be like, yeah, we're we're in on this. We're gonna we're gonna do this. if the Niners are just giving up on him and the Niners can get good quarterback play out of Jarrett and Chase, I would I would be surprised if any team takes a chance on Trey Lance because that is they turn out effective quarterback play with anybody. And that's a point well taken, JP, is, you know, if if you can't succeed in the 49er system, then that that is a big red flag. Kind of like, you know, if Bill Belichick is, you know, calling you about trading somebody, then maybe that's a red flag to begin with, too. Like, OK, if Belichick can't get anything out of this guy. Then what the hell would I want something to get out of this guy? Um, so Can I get the chaos well team taken. here? What's up? It's Denver. No, no, I mean, I like, that. I like that. That's, not. that's not. That's not. I, no, happen. because they can't miss twice on a quarterback. Not only that, they paid Russell Wilson like three hundred so, million dollars. Well, they can't get so, out of this Russell thing until like twenty twenty. Like, no, but also next like year hold on. the earliest. Let's not just like let's be let's get real dark because I'm dead inside at this point. It's only week. It's only one week of preseason. Uh, there, but unfortunately, there's only two. Preseason games, and then you'll never see Trey again. Uh, if he plays really bad this last game, if he does it again or plays worse, do the 49ers just cut him? I don't think I don't they think you can cut him. him. And the thing about Denver, that they I really got Brandon Allen real- and Sam Darnold. Why would the thing about Denver that I want to say real quick is Russ is technically under contract until 2026. That's the only potential out that you have on that Russell Wilson contract. If you don't do it then, then you're waiting until 2029 when he's 41 years old. They're not trading for Trey Lance. Like they are they are in for Russell with Russell Wilson until Russell Wilson decides he is out. Um I don't think they're going to cut Trey, especially if he's just bad like in the second game. I don't think they're going to cut him mainly because like it just it would just look really really bad that you're that you're outright cutting the guy. I just feel like, like I feel like at this point there's a lot of dumb rumors going on. I do feel at this point that I think Kyle never wanted him. I think everybody else was like look what you could do with all this talent. The same thing all of us thought seeing him and and Kyle was like no. And they forced it on him. I think Kyle is the kind of guy to be like, I told you. I told all of you. You idiots. I am the I am the alpha. I am the omega. I'm right. You're wrong. It would just be very surprising to me if they were to like say, yeah, we're done with Trey Lance. We're just going to stick with the Brock Purdy's and Sam Darnold's of the world. And pray that our supporting cast is just com- going to be the best supporting cast in the NFL for the next ten years. Like it's, that's the thing, though. Like they wild. can have the best supporting cast as much as they want. If they don't have a guy to get the job done, you know, when you get to the NFC title game or the Super Bowl, I don't care. Like, well, and and to your point, Jarrett, how many times have we seen a quarterback do pretty well in his first season and then fall off or struggle the following? I mean, I'm how, not Nick, saying Foles, that, Nick Foles had a season where he went 27 touchdowns, two right. picks, and everybody thought he was Christ. And right. So that's my point. Super Bowl. I'm he not saying. I'm not saying that Brock Purdy's going to do of bad. The offense that was tailor made for him with a great offense and defense around him. I'm not saying Brock Purdy's going to be bad because we're but but because we're already here. Again, 
battle stations, worst case scenario. If Brock Purdy comes out and he struggles too, and then you you have a situation where you're forced to play him all year until the end, you, then you've used Sam. Like, at, like, again, who is going to be held accountable for seven years of eight years of Kyle Shanahan that has only resulted in C.J. Beathard, Nick Mullins, Brian Hoyer, Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, and then Brock Purdy. So well, the reason no one gets held accountable be, is because you went into the NFC title game three. That's of the, what I'm saying. It's three last year. So my thought is, if heads do have to roll, and like San Francisco just cannot find an answer at quarterback, I think John Lynch is gone before Kyle Shanahan. I oh no, without a doubt. I don't think I they think fire Kyle. They, period. I don't think they fire Kyle. He is too Teflon in terms of like, I can turn chicken shit at quarterback into chicken salad. But uh, the only thing is I don't want Kyle to be fired, but you know, eventually I don't know. Like, it's like at least Andy Reed, when he was in Philadelphia had, had quarterbacks throwing the ball. Well, and it was like, okay, you were getting close, but you can't make it. And Donovan McNabb was still playing well. Like, Sure, yes, they're going to the NFC Championship game, but they're losing because of the quarterback. <laughs> it's not like they're losing because of the defense, like Kansas City. It's not like they're, like they're losing because of any other factor. They're losing these games because of the quarterback. But you were still an overthrow away from winning in the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. We and are, you did we it. Also, we all are but also... Saying, like, if that goes one way just, different, yeah, like you win the Super Bowl. That was three years ago. We can't no, 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 do it again. No, 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 Sam Darnold. But, can Sam Darnold not do it again this year? Super Bowl winning quarterback Sam Darnold? No. With this team? No. With this, no, with, this with this group? I'm just my point is this. Zero percent chance. I, I, I am being dramatic right now, and I recognize that. But the reason why I'm being dramatic is because if you are a Trey Lance supporter like I am, you recognize their the 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 margin for error is razor thin, and he absolutely needed to have something positive to come from that game. And I really just simply don't think anything positive came, came out of Trey Lance snaps. I think there were, I think there were a few positives. I, th- I don't think it was like, I don't the think everything. That, was the fact good. that you can't even just give me a definitive, there were positives is all. Yeah, I, I, did, I, said, so I said it earlier. I think you're like, I think, I think the aggressiveness, you're waving your head. The, I think the aggressiveness, aggressiveness throwing the ball over the middle was very cool he ripped a few passes to chris conley over the middle that i thought was really cool he did um i thought he got a lot more under control in the quick game it's just yeah the he takes a lot of sacks that's that's gonna be an issue it was an issue with justin fields last year where he took a lot of sacks mainly because the offensive line stunk but he also held on to the ball for a long time so We'll see with week, week two because Trey Lance is probably going to play again. And if he doesn't play good that week, like then, like, yeah, it might be, it might be curtains. Who are they but, playing this coming week in the preseason? Uh, let's see. They I mean, play this, the this, Denver Broncos. Oh, why'd you look at that? Mm. And look, this is, this is that dress rehearsal game, and we know Peyton's going to play that starting defense. The Broncos' starting defense is good. It's going to be a hell of a litmus test. I mean, I mean the the Raiders defense looked like. I mean, they looked like the nineteen eighty two Chicago Bears or whatever nineteen whatever, like the Raiders defense was destroying that line. 
So if you're going to get a real defense and uh, Trent Williams will not be playing. You at least got to have like a few. By the way, the, uh, the one thing I will say about the offensive line, as long as Trent Williams is playing, it does not matter. And I also think that offensive line depth outside of like two teams in the league is a myth. Like, That's right. a problem. That is, that's what I'm trying to get at. Offensive line depth at the NFL level is a major JP, problem. JP, food is expensive. And Look at that inflation. Do you understand how much it costs to get kids to weigh that much? You know how much food it costs to get your kid to weigh 350 going. pounds? That's where I'm going. You, you just don't find a lot economy. of guys who are like 6'4 and 300 plus pounds. You just these, don't find guys like that walking on, down the street because all those guys kids, play in the NFL. They're playing in the NBA now because it's it's too expensive to eat that much food. Have you tried yeah. much strawberries lately? Oh, they're, they're made. They're made. Max. Problem with fruit, though, is it just goes bad so quickly. You really got to dive in. That's the the one downside I'm, of fruit. fruit just... I made the mistake of buying uh, organic strawberries. Oh, strawberries no. already, and I was like, the neck. I like put them in the fridge and like took a shower and came back and they were bad. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Kind of like uh, trailer. Jared, your biggest preseason week one of reaction is what. Biggest preseason week. Oh, this whole thing going on in the NFC North between Packers fans and Bears fans having the ultimate mid-off between their quarterbacks right now. Like, Bears fans are soiling themselves by Justin Fields' stat line of having, like, negative seven air yards while D- or, uh, Khalil Herbert and DJ Moore ran for 60 yards apiece. They're like, oh, three of three, buck 29. He's the guy. I'm like, that's great. He can. That's that was Justin Garoppolo out there. We didn't learn a damn thing about Justin Fields. Jordan Love. I, I was I was more curious to see how Jordan Love would play. Jordan Love did fine. We at least saw a little bit more of him than oh three passes that all went behind the line of scrimmage and everybody else ran far. Like the only thing that we learned about the Chicago Bears is that hey DJ Moore pretty good. Khalil Herbert probably going to be a really solid player this year for him. We didn't learn a damn thing about Justin Fields other than the fact hey. He threw it a little bit quicker than he has been. That's a positive. But everybody, these 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 box score lurkers that are like, oh, Justin Fields, have a day. No, that that dude, that pissed me off to no end. And it shouldn't have, but I let things like this annoy me. And I get in fights with people on Twitter because I have the tendency to be immature when it comes to this stuff. I was, the, even as a guy who I think Justin Fields is going to be good. I think he's going to take a step forward. I think the Bears are going to be a fun team to watch. There is nothing more annoying than Chicago Bears fans and Green Bay Packers fans arguing over their mid-ass quarterbacks right now, and I'm tired wow. of hearing it. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, first of all, we're not going to disrespect the Chicago Bears offensive line that played very well. I, I know. Shout again, out, hey, sh- shout out Darnell Wright. Shout out Darnell Wright. Week one against the Titans backups who just can't tackle. They just they just can't tackle. It was really bad. It is. It was horrendous watching them attempt to tackle. But Tevin Jenkins played his ass off. He played sure. phenomenal back in the last season. Looked very good. The kind of retooled offensive line looks great. Like I said, I'm not too, like, too, like, dialed in on, like, Justin Fields' performance from week one. Because, like, the main takeaway that you should have is that the Titans can't tackle and that DJ Moore is good. And now they have guys who can create after the catch. That's fine. That's perfect. 
I'm actually very impressed. I was I'm not gonna say like I'm over the moon about, it, but I was kind of impressed by Jordan Love. The I thought he played line, well. The stat line doesn't show it, but he looked so much more confident. He looked more composed. He was he was looking off defenders. There was one pass to Luke Musgrave. He missed on the pass, but he was so excited after he looked off this defender. He was like, oh, I got him, and mm-hmm. threw it sidearm, missed Luke Musgrave. But it, he, you could tell he was jazzed up. He was like, oh, I can do this. And there was a pass, a deep pass, a beauty that he threw to Christian Watson. But Daxton Hill just makes, like, a beautiful he play. He flies across the middle runs, of the field like, to break it up. He runs from the – the left hash all the way to the left sideline breaks yeah. it up with one hand. You just got to tip the cap. That, yeah, exactly. That one. That's that's one of those things yeah. where you know you get you get robbed of a home run. You just kind of take off the helmet, acknowledge it, and move on. Yeah, like I'm I was impressed by what Jordan Love showed. I think the Packers will still probably be good because I think Jordan Love is going to be good. I'm not going to say like he's going to be like he's going to set the world on fire, but I I don't think he's going to be as bad as everybody thinks. I think it'll but be yeah, better than I'm Matt not- Jones. <laughs> okay yeah that word um yeah i i just i agree that everybody needs to kind of slow the brakes on the bears a little bit especially because they play the titans backups and they had eight sacks but the titans offensive line wasn't good anyway no well i I, I will say this real quick about the bears getting eight sacks like yes the titans offensive line isn't good the bears pass rush is also god awful so like shout out to them for that i suppose um, I know Travis Gibson had a solid game. Somebody's um, got to win. Hey, somebody does. Well, you also I, I just feel it. bad for the Titans, right? Because the de- like, no. like Malik Willis is making no. strides apparently, and you're like the worst thing for them. Well, what I'm saying is like the damn Titans. What wow. are you talking about? You're talking to a Jaguars fan asking that question, Chase Thomas. I, okay, I'm saying Hope you feel bad. In hell. What are you talking about? <laughs> Kill a damn oh my life. god! Will, did you see that interception that Will Levis threw to end the game, where he threw it directly oh, into the that. stomach of a Bears safety? It, it is the. I think the thing that's most alarming about Will Levis is that he still can't sense pressure. Yeah, and behind that offensive line, I wouldn't play him right now. Would not do it because that's going to be rough. That's Eight like what I was going to say though with uh, Malik Willis, where it's like, do you want to make strides, Malik? Do you want to I mean, be out there behind this offensive line? Do you want to, or do you want to? Take some steps back and just to uh, be, avoid going out there because to be, to be fair to Malik Willis, he looked better than what we saw last year. Yeah, that's cool. No, I'm saying like that's true, but like, do you want to go out there if you're Malik? Is this is this something you want to play your way onto the field this year, Malik? I mean, what else are you gonna do? I'm not gonna I'm sit sitting on the there. Bench. I'm sitting back for another <laughs> like, year. Yeah. No, I'm collecting those might, checks. There's not a better gig not than backup quarterback. You might not have a job next year. Yeah, like, you might not have the starting job. I'm I'm going to play in like showing everybody what I can do. But mm. I'm playing I, Justin Fields ball if I'm Malik Willis and I get on the field. I'm just running around. I don't care. Find that offensive line. That's all you can do. Uh, final thing before we get into our NFC East preview as we're getting closer and closer to wrapping up here uh, on the program. Uh, if the Chiefs were to trade Chris Jones, JP, how big of a hit would it actually be for you for them to win the Super Bowl back to back years? It would be monumental. I okay. look the Chiefs offense, I offense, defense is I think going to be very good. One of the major the major reason why I think they're going to be very good is because Chris Jones is very good. You have built that entire defense around what Chris Jones can do. If he's not there, you have a bunch of dudes. And the, the, while, the, while they are good dudes, they are good at football, that defense does not work 
without 95 in the middle of it. Steve Spagnuolo has built that defense around Chris Jones. You need to pay him whatever he's asking for and then double it. I don't care. Hand him a blank check and just say, put a number down, and we will pay it. It does not matter. I don't care that he's about to be 30. I, I get it, but at the same time, he's coming off the best season of his career, and you just won a Super Bowl because Chris Jones was really freaking good at football, and he doesn't show any signs of, stop, of slowing down. I mean, you look at the backups right now, like Mike Dana is going to be playing on the interior. He's normally an interior pass rusher. That's not that's your sub package pass rusher. You need 95 in the middle of that defense because that's who, that's who takes you from being okay to potentially a great NFL defense. I don't mm. care how much he's asking for, you better give it to him. And you look at like his stat line in the playoffs might not be great, but you look at the guys around him oh, George Karloffis, Frank Clark, the numbers that they put up, and large part that's because 95 is getting doubled. Um, you could have made the case that Chris Jones was defensive player of the year last year, which is the amount of attention that he was getting, the numbers that he put up. From You look at his pass rushing numbers compared to like edge rushers, they're still amongst the best elite from you know the defensive interior. So the things that he does, like, like JP pointed out, they got guys on that side of the ball. I'm a big Nick Bolton guy. I like Willie Gay. I like all that young secondary talent that they had last year who all played really well, especially in the AFC title game against Cincinnati. But Without 95, without Chris Jones, there's a lot of attention that can be distributed elsewhere, and they don't really have any other elite talent on that side of the ball, especially on the front in the front seven. Like, like I said, Carl Loftus is nice. Um, they don't have Frank Clark anymore, so he's he's what that that defense revolves around. And I I make the argument that behind Mahomes, he's their second most important player. And if you look at the guys that they have on the edge, they are pocket mashers. They are not win one-on-one around yeah. the edge to get to the quarterback. They're crushing the pocket. You want to know why? To make the quarterback step up into the pocket, into Chris Jones, by Chris Jones, probably won off his block already. Chris Jones is the reason why that defense works. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but pay the man every dollar you got. It doesn't, it doesn't matter right now. They got, they got no dollars, man. They got there's all Mahomes has got all the dollars. Well, the his, way they, dude, his deal is so is constructed so team friendly. No, they're, they're I, all I'm, all jokes aside, Chris Jones is going to get money. Is he's going to start? It's I don't think there should be any any worry. In fact, I was listening to the Munich Times podcast this morning, um, featuring Lenny, and they were saying the same thing. It's sometimes they're not. Costa. Sometimes should be. <laughs> not not enough. If I'm if I'm uh, being honest. <laughs> And uh, yeah, man, they're they're gonna pay him. They he's asking for thirty million dollars a year. Do I think that he'll get thirty? Probably not. Do I think he'll get close to it? Yes. I would give him. Pick. I would give him thirty without like without hesitation. And that's fine. I I get it. Um, but right now they're last in the NFL in cap space. They can you know move some money around, convert stuff into some, all that fun stuff that you know NFL GMs do to manipulate the cap, and they can free up the space to do it. Um, it's going to take some work, but it can be done. So but I do, I do let have, me, a let quick. me add this real quick. Let me, let me do add this real quick. And if I'm Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, both guys who took less money per year to sign guys like Chris Jones, I'm, you know, there was a thing a few years ago in the Steelers, you know, and TJ Watt were going through something similar where he wanted to get paid, wanted a big extension. And a lot of guys went to bat for him at the podium saying, you know, Ben Roethlisberger was one of them. I came back. I took less money than I should have or than I could have because I wanted TJ Watt to get paid. I wouldn't be surprised if we start hearing uh, 
different Chiefs leaders start to get to get a little bit more vocal about that, especially Mahomes and Kelsey guys who could have gotten more money but took less. And the one Chris Jones stat that I have that is just perfect for describing how Chris Jones plays, he is a big game, big, big moment player. In the fourth quarter, he leads all pass rushers, defensive tackles and defensive ends in sacks. I don't want to talk pressure. about this. I don't want to he hear this. He also is second among uh, all pass rushers in pass rush uh, win rate, win percentage. He's only behind Micah Parsons, who plays on the edge and doesn't see nearly as many double teams. You, you give him every dollar possible and don't even think twice about it. He's too mm. good, man. I, I really feel like if, if they trade him, I'd, I don't think they can. If they, I understand you got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, but there's two sides of the ball. And if they're, you know, vibing 27th in total defense, you know, that's going to make, you know, Patrick Mahomes. We saw it a couple years ago where Patrick Mahomes was just going bombs away a hell of a lot more than he wanted to. It's because the defense couldn't stop anybody and he felt like they had to score every driver they would lose. We're going to see a lot more of that if Chris Jones isn't there. I also love the idea of movie directors breaking NFL news. So the if Martin Scorsese could break Jonathan Taylor to uh, insert team here, let's go ahead and do that. Like Martin Scorsese's just arm around Jonathan Taylor, and he's like, he's now a Seahawk. Uh, who, whoa, why? Yeah, why are you saying that? I mean, the where Seahawks do Martin, stuff like this all the time. No, no, no. I mean, where did this whole movie director breaking Michael Bay with Chris like Jones? Did you not see this? No. That's where this oh, all they like were just, they were hanging yes. out. Like they were yes, just, and Michael Bay said he quit his team, and then that was it. The, what what did he? What was the direct quote, uh, JP? Do you remember? Did he just say he quit his team? I'm gonna look no, it no, up. It was Michael I, Bay. I was I was unaware. It's, of it's very funny that Michael Bay is just out here blowing up the spot for uh yes. for Chris Jones. Uh, <laughs> he yeah, said, he, "Wow, he said, just with my buddy Chris Jones, he just quit the team. Crazy." <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love that. Do you think like do you think Chris Jones was like in Cabo or something and saw Michael Bay? It was like, you're famous, right? Why don't you tweet this? Uh, and like, you Michael Bay if you saw him out. Oh, yes. Know. Oh my god, have you seen Michael Bay ever in your life? I don't think I had before this picture. I didn't think I, I knew like what I he looked like. Know what he looks like. But I mean now I know. I just wouldn't have known before seeing this and seeing the account and everything else. Yeah, no, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I just think ambulance is a banger. I just think the entire thought of like Michael Bay and Chris Jones like talking about yeah. like, hey man, why aren't you at camp? It's like, nah, man, I'm holding out for a contract. Michael Bay, knowing the amount of uh, explosions and conflict he likes to create in movies, he was like, hmm, holding <laughs> out. He quit and just straight <laughs> up ran with it. Chris Jones like, no, 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 no. Like he saw he saw the caption. It was like, oh. Well, no, now I gotta deal yeah. with this back back in Kansas City. He's like, man, I like. He's like, I like Bad Boys too, too, man. Why you gotta do me like this? <laughs> Did he do Bad Boys too? Are you kidding me? Are you serious right now? I didn't know that was my, 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 my I, I guy. I didn't know that was Michael Bay either. Have you? Do you not remember the assault on the drug compound? Out, uh, that was like the greatest scene of like, all time. Literally, like. <laughs> Military grade explosions in the backyard of a. Of a I've really also nice never house. seen Bad Boys, so I don't. That's not. Oh. Dog, okay, I've seen doing? Bad Boys. I haven't gotten that far. Uh, bad well, Boys Two is, is the better one. Are yeah, you... it is a good one. Is that the one where they're in Miami? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's a good bad one. Bad Boys is even not, not even an argument. It is one of Will Smith's greatest greatest. That's the thing. I'm not a big Will actor. Smith guy. 
Dog, oh, I like when I say this, brother. When I say this, though, Bad Boys 2 is so good. And even if you think Will Smith is, especially if you think Will Smith is corny or boring, you have to watch Bad Boys 2 solely for the scene where they answer the door to his daughter's. I have I have seen that scene. Like yeah. That's just a, a viral thing that everybody has seen. I have seen it. It's very best. funny. That's good. Mm. Oh, man. Well, this naturally leads us to the NFC East, gentlemen. Uh, Evan, first up here, I'm going to just throw this to you. The Dallas Cowboys, are they <laughs> winning this division? Not no. only are they winning this division, Absolutely are they going to finish number one in the in the NFC? No. Is Dak going to have the bounce back year no. MVP level Dak? Is no. Deuce Vaughn just going to be the most fun running back in the NFL this year because the man is Possibly, impossible yes. to be seen in between He's the tackles? Fun. Possible. Um, they they exercised the Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott demon and sent him. To, well, not sent him, but he went. He is gone now. And uh, Vaughn looks really cool, doesn't it? Wasn't that was that was but fun it, you know to watch weird? him bounce around for the college guys? Like that's not what it looked like in college. Like that it is. makes you appreciate how much bigger NFL guys are because Deuce was small, but he's small, small in the NFL. Like he looks tiny like a middle schooler running through the tackles it's different with nfl bodies than college bodies weekend we got Deuce is something else small small in human life that man is i've got bad i've got bad news to you guys for you college football guys Mm. college football doesn't matter oh what oh i I mean you could like it because it's your team and you live in the town and you cheer about it but like college football oh no oh what where did I, I don't even know what to do if with we're this. talking the NFL, like we are talking the NFL. Where do you think all the NFL players came from? Right, I'm. I know, but like what they do in college is not just a a one for one indication of what they'll do in the NFL. Who's saying that right now? I just he was like, just saying well, that he looks smaller. Well, I'm saying he looks smaller. Chase, in Chase was like, "Well, he didn't do that in college." I'm, I'm saying like, he didn't what? look like that in college. Well, you he said like that. physically look like that. Like, like I know, but he looked. looked I, I'm saying like he physically like when yeah. he's running between the tackles at Kansas State against Kansas, it looks different running through the Dallas well, Cowboys. You said line he didn't the, do that, so I was like, "Yeah, I mean, no, no, he, he did do that." Yeah, college. he was a bowling ball. He was fun. He was doing everything that he did like. On but the let's field the other day. let's uh, let's about that. I apologize for, for uh, this whole conversation. I, I apologize for you know moving that the wrong direction. I really just love that the national media is starting to really talk about the fact that the Cowboys are not going to be as good this year. They have oh. Mike McCarthy calling plays. Like it might I, not matter. You. Like it, it does matter, and you know what? The national media is starting to talk about it, and it makes me really happy. Zach Martin not... got signed. They reworked his deal. Zeke's out. Good. Offensive line's great. The wide receiver great is, is a great. little bit of a stretch about the Dallas Cowboys' offensive line. Yes, Zach Martin is back, but they're still some, some Zach, Zach Martin is is was their best offensive player last year. So I understand the importance of that. But but do you really think they're not going to be a very good football team this year? No, it's not that I don't think that they'll be a very good. What I think is they are going to severely underperform from the never-ending, all-encompassing Dallas Cowboys expectations. Chase, you said they were going to win the NFC. 
I said they were going to be no, 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 no. I said they were going to lead. They were going to be the number one regular season oh. NFC team. I think they will go that, into the postseason. That means you win the NFC in the regular I'm, season. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not saying they're my Super Bowl pick. I'm saying yeah, they're going to say. win. One, the one more time, guys. For, um, yeah. he's I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm saying they're not my Super Bowl pick. Hold on, I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. But I do yeah, think they're going to be the number one seed. Winning the NFC and being the number one seed are two very different things. Yes. So I get, yeah. I, I'm team chase here. Thank you. Uh, winning the NFC means 13 games minimum. I mean, that's possible. That's doable. That could easily be the best quarterback in the division this year. Do in you the understand the, like, the quantum yeah. leap oh. you have to take to watch last year and go – the offensive play calling will be worse this year. I don't care what you say. You can say that they'll, they'll, it's going to be worse. Mike McCarthy is not like. Is it going to be worse? He had prime Aaron Rodgers. Is it going to be worse? Yes, I, I think so. I don't think it's going to be worse. I think I mean, they will listen, be. If, if Vaughn is the next coming of Darren Sproles, you know, maybe we can rediscuss this. But I'm just I'm just saying your 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 massive expectations for the Cowboys are going to disappoint you. Evan, who was number two last year in defensive DVOA behind the 49ers? The Cowboys. Cowboys are gonna have a great defense. I'm not talking about their defense. They were 13th in offensive DVOA last year with a banged up roster. Do you want to know why the, the Dallas Cowboys uh were so productive on defense? I mean because Dak Prescott kept throwing the ball to the other team. More opportunities to flourish. I don't so, think so. I think it was. I think that's just that's literally think not deep. up for debate. Dan Quinn's a great DC. That defense is. is going to be great again. I, I told you Dan Quinn would be a good DC when before he signed. I was past, I still wanted the Niners to have signed him. But regardless, I you know Dak is not getting younger. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to be a terrible quarterback next year, but or this year, but I don't think his interception problem is just going to magically get better with the beautiful play calling from Mike McCarthy. It's, it's, a, it's I'm going to defend Dak Prescott real quick. Let me mm. allow me to just, okay. You do everybody, it before I do. Cause I have some, I have everybody some wants to talk about all oh, the interception problem of Dak Prescott. He has had literally last year was his one year of ever having any sort of major interception problem. You look at the year you went 37 and 10, I believe the year before last. Like he has been fine. He had one. I think every quarterback's allowed to have a year like where they turn the ball over a little bit more, especially if for a well, guy like that. I don't Dak, think every gonna... quarterback has a year where they lead the NFL. And it was sixteen picks. It's not like it was thirty. Like let's slow it down a little bit. There, you can lead the league in picks. That's fine, out of context. But let's say somebody leads the inter- league in interceptions one year and it's thirteen. Who gives a shit? Like it's it's sixteen picks. Yes, it needs to come down. But it could have been much worse. So, one year of leading the NFL in interceptions, you guys, at sixteen hold, does not hold bother on. me. He has four seasons of over ten interceptions. You act like this is like a so one-off. many quarterbacks, and we're we're not calling many quarterbacks elite. Let's okay. The the discussion. Let's get back to the quarterbacks. Will let, finish let's, the season. Let's get back to the discussion at hand. Do the Dallas Cowboys need Dak Prescott? to succeed in this offense to win the NFC. Well, yeah. Uh, I don't think that well. he will because of Mike McCarthy's play calling and his little tiny bit of regression and still being a really good quarterback. I'm not saying they're not going to make the playoffs. They'll still be a good football team. They'll still win a lot of games. They're not winning the NFC. I don't think they're going to win the NFC. I, but they're not even going to beat they're not even going to win their own division. The Eagles will. 
I just the people penciling in the Eagles, man. I don't know. They're, I'm always wary of the Super Bowl loser regression anyway. And then some injuries, a Jalen Hurts slight regression. Like it wouldn't surprise me if Dak has a better year than Jalen Hurts. I can like I think that. the weapons are right I there know, for Dak to have a to better year. Dak right? Like that wouldn't be crazy. Dak is the best quarterback in the division. Oh, there we go. JP. JP is <laughs> there we go. Is, I feel like that's a controversial take now. I think most people have just moved on to Jalen after one year. I no, I, I mean obviously, I, Dak is a very good quarterback, and Jalen Jalen Hurts still has some growing to do. In, but like, he's going to be Jalen's going to be very productive with his legs. Yes, and while I think that makes the gap closer between him and Dak, Dak had, and I think. A lot of people don't see this when they saw the interceptions. And this is why I think the offense will probably be a little bit better with Mike McCarthy, McCarthy than with Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore asked Dak to create, like, everything for that offense. The offense was basically just six-yard hitch routes and, hey, uh, CeeDee Lamb, go do something. Or, hey, Tony Pollard, go do something cool. If, if that doesn't work, then, like, hey, Dak, just be a robot and completely change the play. Now, I think the offense is a bit more explosive. Like we said, you added Deuce Vaughn, who's probably going to be the second running back. He's going to come on in pass situations. That should add some explosiveness. They're working with Kevontae Turpin with the, in the offense more. He is arguably one of the most explosive players on the team. You go and trade for Brandon Cooks, which is exactly what you needed in terms of explosiveness. I think the Cowboys' offense is going to be good. Yes. Do I think they're going to win the division? No. I think there's a path. Like, I think there's a path to most of the teams. Like, I think there's a path for, to them winning the division. There's a path to them winning the Super Bowl. I don't think it's yeah. going to happen. But the Cowboys are probably going to be very good. Like, they're going to be yeah. a very good team. Like the, Their defense will be very good. There is no doubt about that in my mind. They're not going to win a division, but they will probably be the first wild card team. I'm not worried. I'm not. Win. But would it, bo- would it surprise you if they – be at the the Eagles to win this division this year? No, because they almost did last year. Yeah, yeah. they almost they did last year. Too. The Giants haven't beaten Dak in almost seven years. I also did think you know that? the Giants. I think the Giants are going to get a little bit better this year too and make that division harder. Oh, I think the Giants are going to be bad. I think I the really Giants, like. I really so like Giants their head coach. Talk. I am so convinced it's the, the Giants coach. Are last division six and a, I, I think they're a five six win team. I think there's this year. I think they are going to be knocking on the door of the playoffs again. It's I, the coach, man. The Bulls are real coach. Be, Not, I think they'll be relevant. I don't think they're going to be like top five pick, but they're going to be like seven and ten disappointed. Not only did did they well, let's get the into coach. it. Let's let's transition yeah, let's to the Giants here. This is a good transition. The Giants, JP. What what are the Giants going to be this year? The Giants are going to be a playoff team. To me, I think they wow. will be either so three either coming a out of the division team. for you. They'll either be eight. I mean, it happened last year. I'll put, I'll put a sandwich yeah, bet on this JP Acosta. They'll they will be a playoff team, or they will be close. They will be one spot out of the playoffs. I think you keep the coach, the head coach in Dayball. You keep the coordinator on both sides of the ball in Wink Martindale and Mike Kafka. You go out and add Darren Waller, who is going to raise the ceiling and the floor of that offense. I get Daniel Jones; like he's not that great. I understand, but. The thing about having a quarterback is as long as you continue to maximize the play calling, protection, and playmakers around him, you'll make him look a lot better. 
CC the San Francisco 49ers, who have done all of that. You know, so I think adding a Darren Waller, you add another. Um, I, I guess I'm gonna have to do this. You add a guy like Jalen Hyatt, Thank who's you. going to add some verticality to that offense. Saquon's going to be on the field. He is going to be playing still. That offense is still going to be good because Saquon Barkley is still a very good player. The offensive line improved a lot last year. Evan Neal played a lot better in the back half of the season. Andrew Thomas is one of the best left tackles in the league. And I think that defense is once again going to be very good. Defensive line is going to be awesome. It's going to freaking rock. Kayvon Thibodeau is going to be on schedule for a breakout year. Dexter Lawrence is awesome. I think adding Deontay Banks, getting a healthy Adoree Jackson, that's going to boost that defensive secondary. And then another year of Wink Martindale is just going to help that team out a lot. I don't see – I'm not saying I don't see a path that they don't make the playoffs. I'm just betting on they will They will probably make the playoffs or they will be right outside of it. All right, so let me let me state my take here. Let me go through the teams that they beat last year. Let me just look at their schedule. They beat the Titans, not a great team. They beat the Panthers, not a great team. They lose to the Cowboys. They beat the Bears, not a great team. Beat the Packers, not a great team. Beat Baltimore. I'll, I'll give you the win over Baltimore. It was, a good, it was a good win. The total number of playoff teams they beat, Baltimore, and that is the end of the list. They beat Jacksonville. They did beat Jacksonville. My apologies. I remember that game very well. Yes, you do. My point being, whenever they face any great teams, whenever they face the Eagles, who could be bothered to 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 care about winning, they got destroyed on all. They, they couldn't beat the best team in the NFC. Like okay, even that. Okay, you tie the Commanders. Great. Okay, you get beat by the Lions, who were yes, they had a great down the stretch part of the season. I mean, for the you're most really, part, they were mid. You're, you're talking about the Cowboys. The Cowboys no. like they had a very close game against the Bengals. I mean, they beat they had a very close game against the Eagles and lost the other one. Like the Cowboys played all those teams too. Like it's not a, the they, Cowboys have a better one. defense. I think you trust the and Cowboys defense. I, no, I'm just saying that, that neither yeah. schedule was impressive. It's just and let me let me go through their the first half of their schedule. They start off against the Cowboys. I think they lose that. They play the Cardinals. I think they'll win that. So one and one, they go to San Francisco. They aren't winning that. They play Seattle. I don't think they're winning that. I think they're to Miami at Buffalo. That's the first six weeks. That's two and four to me at the very best. And then you go Washington. That's an up in the air game. They almost lost to Washington both times last year. Jets. I don't think they're going to beat the Jets. <laughs> it's it, the Raiders. The Jets by Cowboys week, again. Hey, like they're this isn't an easy schedule. I I do not think they'll be a playoff I'm team. So, like, I'm it's with not you, Jared. Easy I'm sorry. Schedule. Sure. It's not an easy schedule, but I think they have improved. It's not like they they have gotten worse from last year. They're I mean, over they pissed off Saquon and paid Daniel Jones. I feel like the vibes have gotten worse. They're over under sure. seven and Saquon's a half wins. Saquon's going to be there, though. Yeah. Saquon yeah. signed the contract. Saquon got a restructured contract. I mean... One thing I'm you like to is Andrew Thomas is locked in, and Andrew Thomas has become one of the three best left tackles in football, so that's nice. They're over under Sa- seven and a half wins. I'm taking the under. Saquon, by the way, is the only one that actually signed as a running back. He might be the one guy that that saw the writing on the wall and was like, "Yo, I got to take this money." I need to know what was ha- what happened on that Zoom call. Yeah, anyway, he, Saquon he, was checking his phone. He, Saquon was tweeting. 
Saquon got off that Zoom call. It's like, hey, teams. man, I got I got to go sign this contract. You know, the Zoom call definitely had, like, a, they had agents on as well. And they were like, look, y'all, like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, there's, uh, not, like, there's not much we can do. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, and then some guys were like, all right. And that's why Jonathan Taylor's reporting this week. Um, it's just there's only so much you can do right now. Um, Jarrett, your team. I had to save the Washington Commanders for you. Like I'm the so Washington did. Commanders here. Are they a playoff team this year? Because JP has three NFC East teams in here, and it's not the Commanders is one of them. Uh, players, not uh, a big fan of Eric Should Bien-Ami's, we call them the uh, Washington football style? team now? Huh? Should we just call them, go back to the football I hope team? Because so, I mean, well, I mean just the Red in the meantime, being back right? in play is awesome. I wanted Red Tails when it was up in the air. If they can go, if they can do Red Tails, Red Wolves. Just commander. I, I love it. Whatever. Washington football I like, team. I like football team. I mean, that was not bad. I like football team. We know that they're not going to do that, though. They're not going to. They, they got to sell something. Uh, Jared. Yes. Are, is Washington a playoff team this year? You know, I'm talking myself into it a little bit more by the day. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and look, JP can make all his huffs and puffs all he wants, but this is a very good defense. They were ninth in the NFL in DVOA last year. And if they can just see any sort of upgrade at quarterback from what Taylor Heineke was or Carson Wentz was, which I think Sam Howe can do that, and it's not a high bar to clear, I think they're going to be a lot of fun. You'll get Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, two very good receivers. I think one of the more underrated receiving duos in football. You still got Curtis Samuel there. If he can stay healthy, I mean, that's a big if, and you know, figuring out a way to use him. But if anybody can figure out a way to use him when he's on the field, it's Eric Bieniemy. I like Brian Robinson at running back. Offensive line wise, and you got Leno at left tackle. You got Riley or Wiley at right tackle. Say that five times fast. I do have a little bit of questions about the interior of their offensive line, um, but defensively, man, they're solid. They're really good. That the defensive front's still really good. I need Chase Young to stay healthy. That's you know the biggest thing for them right now, and why he's, his name's been floating around trade rumors. Um, but I like the addition of Emmanuel Forbes. I, we're already seeing kind of peaks uh, of his you know, aggression paying off in camp. Um, and look, that could come back to bite them a little bit, but I think that they saw his instincts were something big that they wanted to have in their defense. Derek Forrest quietly had a really good year last year. I'm going to be curious to see how they use Benny St. Juiced and what role he plays. Um, but yeah, defensively, man, I'm completely sold on them. I think they got better on that side of the ball. I think they're still going to be a top 10 team DVOA wise. And then offensively, I think that Sam Howe can be better than Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz. Um, and I, if there's going to be a surprise team, man, there always is at least one every year. I think the commanders can be that this year. Can they push for the seventh seat? I absolutely think so. Will they get it? Time will tell. If I'm a betting man and you got to like tell me yes or no, will they make it? If it comes down to like the commanders and the bears, uh, who else is going to be fighting for, for like the seventh seat in the NFC? We can just kind of throw out names. Maybe like the new Giants. I, the, I will say this right now. The commanders the Lions. the Lions. The commanders are better than the Giants. I will say that. I will bet. I'll take whatever bet you want me to take that they'll be. They'll have a better record than the Giants. Man, very much sold on that. I Sam Howell will have a better year than 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 Daniel Jones will. I just love Sam that Sam Howell's getting this full one burn game here. in the NFL. There's like, my there's my I bold think, take. I think we need to relax with Sam Howell a little bit. 
the preseason game, it was fine. He didn't really do anything that impressive. The offense was very horizontal. I'm not I'm not even like overreacting about Sam. I said he'll be better than Daniel Jones, which is not a high bar, JP Acosta. If he throws 18 touchdowns and throws like six picks, I'm counting that as a win. Can he do that? I like, think it's he a, can. It's a very, look, I I just think we need to actually see what Sam Howell actually is in the NFL. I don't know if he's going to be good or not. It's just going to be – it's a very uphill – it's a big uphill sure, climb we, for a fifth-round pick. We don't know but, a lot about him in terms of his play in the NFL. I get it. We know he throws a really pretty deep ball. We know he's got a gun. It's just a matter of we'll see what happens. You know, we've still got two preseason games. He, we'll also cannot, he, he also can't see the field. So if he, can't, if he can't make the reads and all you're doing is just throwing deep balls, you've turned the offense into the first half Steelers offense, which is just all rollouts and throwing the ball downfield. JP, That's who starts more games offense. this year for Washington, Jacoby Brissett or Sam Howell? I think Sam Howell does, mainly because mm. like, if you're starting Jacoby Brissett, that means you're probably packing it in for the year. Mm. And I don't think they're going to pack it in. I think the commanders will probably be a competitive team. They'll be fun. I think the defense has a lot of fun pieces. Um, but I will say the only I'm gonna sound like a hater. Um, outside of the Rams, they might they might have the worst linebacker room in the league. That is there's a lot of but on the positive side, do you think Emmanuel Forbes could be what the best rookie think, the best rookie defender in this draft? No. 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 I think it I think it'll be fine. I Does think he have superstar upside? People really liked him as a dark horse in the draft here. I think he knows how he knows how to get hands on the ball, and that is yeah. a very good instinct for a corner to have. Um, yeah, he let me is, give you the names of their their all. I don't even know this guy. Right Does now. he play for the Tennessee? It's who the the guy you just talked about. Man, Man, Forbes, Forbes. He was from he Mississippi at, State. He played at Mississippi okay. State. Just he's the like way he just the way he was talking. Is that he's like one? 160 pounds soaking wet. He's no, a small no, no. guy. Yeah, Washington. They're, I don't think has a Tennessee guy. Now that I think about it. Their uh, their off ball linebackers on the roster right now are Cody Barton, who would be mm-hmm. the starter, Milo Eifler. Yeah, that's not a real person. That's... Milo's a strong name. And that then, is a strong name, Evan. Strong name for a fake person. And then Drew White as their third string, and then the other linebacker, Jamin Davis, which is looking, he needs to do something, man. He's not then, good. Like, this. Yeah. but also, can we talk about how weird it is that Chase Young's just going into a contract year with him because they declined his option, and this he's just going to well, ride this out? They kind of had to, you know. Yeah. He hasn't played in two years. But isn't it weird? Like, we don't see this with edge superstar potential edge guys, where they just decline the option, and then he's just going to ride this last year. Well, I mean, well, it's, it's, a, it's a unique it's a situation. Very, yeah, it's unique. He he hasn't played in two years. He's still recovering yeah. from a torn ACL. He looked pretty good. In yeah. the first week, he had a crazy. He, he got to Deshaun Watson. He just couldn't bring him down. Yeah, I think that's a very promising sign. I think the defensive line is going to be great again. Yeah. They are still one of the only teams that I've seen play like a true five-two with five yeah. defenders, five defensive linemen, hand in the dirt. I think that rocks. Um, They're kind I of like San Francisco, where they just took the not the names that you thought you should take, and then it just they just kept doing it. Like, oh, let's take a Bosa. Let's take a, a South Carolina defensive line. Let's take an Oregon guy. Let's take a Stanford guy. When they like, it was just. I feel like they just were like Bama, Mississippi State. Um, let's see who else. Had, like they're, they're just filling up on dudes. They're like worst case scenario, they're fine. I just I don't yeah, see I mean, them being bad. We're just going to trade. Yeah, but um, yeah. Derek Forrest is going to be good. I like yeah. him at safety. I just don't have a lot of faith in Sam Howell right now. Not only yeah. that, I think the you receivers. Shouldn't. The receivers are fine. The receivers are good. 
I just don't have a lot of faith in that quarterback right now. I also don't have a lot of faith in the offensive line right now. So you're betting on a shaky offensive line with an unknown at quarterback and maybe a good running game. You sound like the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, whoa. We didn't deserve that straight. Let me finish. Let me finish. You sound like if the Atlanta Falcons had a good defense. Mm. Yeah. Wow. What do you think about winning the NFC South? What are we talking about? Jesse Bates just changed his number to three. We released Mikael Walker. Congratulations. No one knows what you just said. Jalen Mayfield's now a swing tackle. Arthur Smith out here doing the Lord's work. He'll find no a spot out, for Jalen Mayfield. No one outside of Georgia knows what any of those words put together. Think about it. Unknown at quarterback. Good skill position talent. Yeah. He's not unknown. Offensive, he's just mitter. Offensive <laughs> line is shaky sometimes. Sometimes yeah. good. Sometimes bad. I think it's going to be good now. The only difference is Washington has a defense. That's really the only difference between them and Atlanta. So – I'm not saying they're going to be bad. I, I think, think they're, they're also be better coached in Atlanta. <laughs> you know, maybe May- they might be. Um, which- I'm buying into Sam Howe. I-, I think that's the is the moral of this story is that you you you're a little bit lower on Howe than I, and that's fine. I think that he'll be. I think that he'll be solid. I don't think he's going to. We have the commanders in the schedule fire. again this year. We might get Heineke versus uh, t- Sam Howe uh, in the that middle of the year. Jesus Christ, that is. Abysmal. That sounds like a game that Chris Myers will be announcing. Okay. Well, he uh, the Falcons don't I have like a primetime game, that so we it. won't be getting any Al Michaels announcing Desmond Ritter for the win. Um, also, I'll say this: hard to say, but I'm I'm cold when it comes to kickers. Youngway Koo should have been cut after this weekend. Like I'm immediately out. Two missed extra points. Speaking you cut of kickers, him. like I'm out. Like you missed two extra points in preseason. I'm out. I don't want that in my life. I don't want your best offensive player for like three years. Love it. I'm not disagreeing. He went to Georgia Southern. He's a local hero. Matt Bryant, not out here missing kicks. Morton Anderson, not out here doing this. Well, Morton Anderson did miss a kick. (laughs) He did miss a kick like this. I hate to bring that up, but he did miss a kick. No. And. Here's what I'm saying. When it goes, it goes. And I just, I can't do it. I hate having a bad kicker or a shaky kicker more than anything in the world. What's Robbie Gold doing now, Evan? Did he retire? Uh, waiting for a contract. The Niners might have to sign him again, though, the way Jake Moody missing kicks. Don't draft kickers. Don't draft kickers. Why do teams in keep the, doing this? Unless a, it's Justin Tucker, which is one out of a billion. Don't not draft only. kickers when you don't have a pick in the first or second <laughs> round. Yeah, and then also, pick them in the third. Not also, only just don't take third round kicker. picks if you're the Niners. Not only just, did they draft yeah. the kicker, they didn't draft the best kicker. You're not <laughs> wrong though. They should be they should be trading back when they have the third <laughs> round pick every time. <laughs> I love it. Uh, final team here. Five minute warning. The Philadelphia Eagles. They went to have you heard about this? You seen this? They went to the Super Bowl this past year. Eli Ricks, um, undrafted guy who played at Bama and LSU, making plays in preseason game number one. Uh Jalen Carter making plays early. Um, you look at this group, they should on paper be the best in the NFC this year. And I just I can't do it. I think the regression's happening somewhere. I don't. I mean, maybe it's at running back. We'll see what how they run the ball this year uh, with what that rotation looks like. I think it might be sneaky bad. Um, they need ha- uh, good health in the offensive line. Maybe they get that again. 
Um, love the receiver room. Always been good there. The defensive line will be great. We'll see Jalen Carter for 17 weeks. We'll see Jordan Davis on the field for 12 snaps a game. We'll see Nicobe Dean maybe if he can ever stay healthy. We can see if Keely Ringo uh, is a little bit better when he's not getting torched by Tennessee wide receivers over and over again. We'll see. But I don't know. I, I don't uh, I don't know if I can t- take the, the Philadelphia Eagles over the the Dallas Cowboys right now. And JP, I, that was all for you. I think you're misremembering the Georgia Tennessee game. No, I- watch every Keely Ringo snap. For the last two years, Keely's been t- Keely's torched by Tennessee receivers. He got torched in back-to-back years. Keely is actually the one guy who could not. He had a pick, and that was it. He had a pick, and that was six it. receptions in right. one pick. He was All thrown right. out seven times, and they had six receptions, and they were averaging like twelve yards a catch against him. All right. Um. They scored 13 points. Okay. All right. Oh, look, <laughs> man. The highest scoring offense in college football. It was raining. Scored it was raining. 13 points. It was raining. That, Many are saying. That Mickey Mouse bullshit offense got oh, my God. to the dirt. They were the number NFL. one in college football scoring. What do you want from the Tennessee Volunteers, JP? What it's do you want? The good... goal is to score points. They didn't. <laughs> That's the problem. You ran into an actually good defense. And then could not score. Anyway, score the Philadelphia Eagles. Points. You're not going to hurt me. Football season's yeah. two weeks away. I'm ready. The, Eagle, the Eagles are going to be good. I mean, there's not much else you can say. They have the depth. They have the talent. The biggest question is, one, health. And two, Sean Desai taking over as defensive coordinator. I don't know how that's actually going to work out. And I also think they're doing some toggling up front defensively with the defensive line. I think that's going to be very interesting to see. They'll still be good. I think they will have the best record in the NFC. But, you know, there's still some questions. Jared, do you agree? I think they're still going to be fine. Like They're still going to be really good. I'm trying to think if I think they're going to win the division. And on paper, I think yes. Eliminating Zacchaeus is going to start in the slot. I'm familiar with his game. He's out here in the slot. It's not my, a great spot to be in. My response to that is, so what? Who cares what this offense is playing in the slot? They didn't throw the ball to the slot guy that much. It was, well, Goddard, it was Goddard, A.J. Brown, and Devontae Smith. That and is, the reason that he's going to be there is because Quez Watkins is not good. Um, now, they did lose C.J. Gardner-Johnson to Detroit, but they bring over Terrell Edmonds from Pittsburgh, who I think is a really good pickup for them. As a Steelers fan, I was very sad to see Terrell Edmonds go. Um, so I think that they, they don't, if they do lose any sort of production, it's not a lot. I think the Terrell Evans is one of the more underrated safeties in the game. So I think that's a really good pickup for them. To tell J- Jalen Carter. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, there's they, a took lot. Him, they did for a reason. Javon Hargrave's not there. Anymore. He's the replacement. So. It's a I think Matt. Jalen Carter's really freaking good. Oh yeah. No, he, did you see the first snap that he had? He, you know, he, <laughs> Gets past his blocker and makes a play on the ball. Like, it's like everyone keeps doing the Jalen thing. And Evan sent me that, and he was like, the Falcons pass. I'm like, Jalen Carter in Atlanta would have been a disaster. A bad, a bad idea. A bad oh, idea. my God. Like, that would not... I, Falcons fans... Do you understand what, do you understand what I, I, I don't get about Chase? Is he sit here and cape for Desmond Mitter, but then look and go, what arguably people thought was the best player overall it's in the draft. Like, no it's it's 100 off the field it's like him in georgia you, and still being there yes no. Yeah. No. you cannot you cannot let he him was be untouchable in the same city where he is a king yeah i get i get it i get it 
But I also I let's see what let's see if Jalen Carter is still like I I don't know how it's going to play out for Jalen Carter in the NFL. I don't know what it's going to look like. It's not on the field. On the field, no one. I'd never had a worry. Let's see if he it keeps this up is, and everything's normal and good for three years. And I would uh, argue that this is probably his best spot to go off the yeah. field. Because all of the adults that were in the Georgia locker room for yeah, the best there, defense of all time too. <laughs> yeah. are now in Philadelphia. You have Nolan Smith around, who was basically, yeah. if you talk to anybody around Georgia, he was basically like the mayor and kept everybody in line. Jordan yeah. Davis, phenomenal. Kobe Dean, Kobe Dean, super smart. Team. Yeah, like it's if you're gonna surround, if you're gonna have a problematic prospect, surround him with all the guys that made him less problematic. Yeah, so. They're, they're going to oh. be good. They're still going to be really good. Well, let's do this. Evan, one through four, how does it go and who make how many make the playoffs in the NFC East? Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders, and two. Only Eagles and Cowboys make it. Okay. Jarrett, one through four, who makes the playoffs? Uh, I will go Eagles, Cowboys, Commanders, Giants. Do I want to be... Do I want to be that guy and just go all in with the Washington Commanders? Just hitch my wagon to them being the seventh seed. What the hell? Why not? Uh, for now, I'll say it. We'll see what happens when I do my game-by-game game stuff again before the season. But I'll put a pen in saying Washington Commanders will be the number seven seed. So I'll say three. Okay. JP, what about you? Eagles, Cowboys, Giants football team. Three teams make the playoffs. I think the Giants will once again be a playoff team. Tentatively. I think it's either going to be them or one of the NFC North teams. Okay. Another of the NFC North teams. I'm going to say one Cowboys, two Eagles, three Washington, four Giants, but only the Cowboys and the Eagles get in. So you think that Okay. So no love. That's fine. I love the Washington Commanders, apparently. I, Until it happens, I just think everyone's getting fired in Washington after this year. Like Josh absolutely. Harris, new ownership, can, but everything else, fine. I think they're all clean in house. That's fine. I could be talked into that as well. Can lot. we also say that Eric Bieniemy may have made a mistake jumping to Washington in this situation? May have just wrote no. that one out for one more year in Kansas City? No, because he was never going to get a job if he was. But do you think he wouldn't have got one after one more year? No. Because the same thing was going to be said regardless. Oh, it's just That's, Andy Reid's offense. Reed, it's Patrick yeah. Mahomes. It is, it is very much a uh, – I think the entire move was like, hey, you come here, you're probably going to be the next head coach. Yeah. Like you just that, – that, That's fair. That's not a bad idea. But if he stayed for reasons beyond his control, it was going to be – he was never going to get a job. Mm. Well – Folks, thank you as always for making the time to come on this very program. Uh, Evan had to step out at the end here, but uh, go follow Evan at Evan Swords if you have not already done so on all the podcast or all the uh, social media platforms. Jarrett, what can the good folks check out from you all across the internet this week? Yeah, uh, as always, stuff from USA Today, Find the Steel Curtain on SB Nation, Mailbag every Friday. Those have been pretty popular with, with Steelers fans just sending me their questions. So do that if you would like um and then usa today throughout the season will be power rankings every tuesday throughout the season i did my preseason once with the carious until week one 
Um, and a lot of people seem to really enjoy those. Uh, and then I'll also be doing NFL winners and losers as well every, if not Tuesday, probably Wednesday or Monday. We'll see how that all gets shaped out with with the uh, the higher ups at USA Today SMG. Um, and then, yeah, a bunch of stuff for Behind the Steel Curtain, editing everybody's stuff. Well, not everybody's. My Kate is going to be editing my stuff and helping us get that thing going. She's fantastic. Love the team that we're building over Behind the Steel Curtain. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm very happy to have a boss like her and everybody at that on that side of, of things. It's been awesome. And then, yeah, the Pump Fake weekly episodes again. Going to be trying to get my boy Doug Farrar from USA Today on this week. Trying to do one more Trivia Bowl before we call it for the summer and then focus solely on just, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Just serious football things and not me showing JP pictures of Cowboys thongs on eBay and him having to tell me how much he thinks they cost. You'll be surprised, by the way. You will be surprised. You will be surprised. It's a fun time. That's that's me. I, I... Nothing would surprise me on the internet. Uh, JP Acosta, what about you over on SBNation.com this week? Yep, got some more college football stuff. Recently just did a top 25. Um, I had Tennessee as begrudgingly the 13th best team in college football. Why um, do people keep putting Clemson above them? Like, did they have to beat them 70 to nothing to be ahead of Clemson? What, what are we doing, folks? I had Clemson 14th, so. Okay, thank you. Thank you for at least being consistent. Thank You're you. Welcome. You're welcome. People have not. not but sure yeah, um, I think, not I think, but I'm working on a whole bunch of stuff, college football-wise, NFL-wise, established fun, coming back in the regular season, going to watch out for that. And I got some more college football stuff, got some fun things planned with everybody at SB Nation, so just follow along, see what we're doing. There you go. I love it. JP, Jarrett, thank you as always. Evan, thank you as well. And I will be back with y'all next week. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.